Hello out there in podcast line and welcome back to Spoilers, your bad movie review show on the Rat Pack Podcast Network, where your hosts have lots of opinions but zero credentials. Each week we watch a movie, usually a bad one, we crack a couple jokes, we give you our insight into the film, and we play a couple games at the end. I'm your host, Hollywood, and I'm joined by my co-host, Adam. Hello. Just Adam today, no Just maestro. Me, man. Uh, this week, we're watching 2015's <laughs> Hotel Transylvania 2. Yeah. To get you ready for Hotel Transylvania 3. I didn't even know a third one was coming out. I, I, I forgot that was the second one. But then I remembered, like, wait, the reason we did the first one because the second one came out. Oh, yeah, that's right. So I guess we had to. Sandler, you, got your, your, you got your Adam Sandler Dracula that's, that's out there? That's right, that's right. We're, the, the we're not doing Facebook. Yeah, man. Yeah, I got you that. I ate, oh, yeah, that's right. I went to McDonald's. Or something. I went to McDonald's. I do remember. Hotel Transylvania 2 was coming out, so they had the toys. I went to McDonald's, and I didn't want to eat a lot, so I just got a kid's meal. And I was like, there you go. Does he talk? I feel like he might talk. <laughs> he does. <laughs> That's not Sandler, which is fine with me. <laughs> the voice of this toy, anyway. Yeah, it's... Uh, the, the, the actual voice of uh, Dracula is, uh, is my boy. <laughs> <laughs> Adam Sandler, man. Uh, yeah, so I had no clue there was a third one. Forgot there was a second one. Yeah, Adam. For the, if there's any new listeners who just discovered the show, Adam really hates Sandler and his crew. Did, did we talk about the, when I, I met him recently? No. There was, there was a comedy show that uh, Ben Gonzalez puts on. He's a friend of the show. He's been, he's been on the uh, Random Acts of Tangent uh-huh. uh, video cast back in the day. Uh, and he hosts, he hosts a show out in Santa Monica, and uh, one of the shows, Adam Sandler dropped by. And he told me before it was going to happen, like, hey, you going to be here for Sandler? I'm like, hold, hold <laughs> on. Uh, but he was funny. He was, he, was, he, was, he was actually funny. I enjoyed it. I, I was not upset by it. Mm-hmm. And then he, he, at the end of it, he did a whole song about Chris Farley, and it was very emotional. I got like, wow. So I, I, I laughed and I cried. Uh, doesn't mean I, I still don't like his movies. <laughs> and it, afterwards, my sister, because of my sister, uh, she was there as well. She's like, Adam, Adam! Called to him, like, hey, mm-hmm. you got to take a picture of my brother, Adam? He's like, all right, all right, come here, Adam. <laughs> so I have a picture with him. It's on my Instagram, even. And uh, I, I do enjoy the experience. Uh, he's a famous guy. I had, took the opportunity that I had. Yeah. I still not a fan of his movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I enjoyed his comedy growing up. And uh, I enjoyed his comedy when he was on stage. But not, not the movies. No. <laughs> I, I, I am allowed to separate between the two. <laughs> I hate when people... I just can't separate the artist from the guy. Like um, That's life, man. Yeah, like... Okay, one one big, big, hardcore right-wing like Republican guy is okay. James Woods. I uh, love James Woods. He's yeah, a great man. actor. He was in The Specialist. <laughs> there you go. The, uh, check out the archives. The yeah. Yeah. James Woods, credible actor. I like him. And I don't give a shit if you're like a Republican or Democrat. I really don't care. Yeah. Because I'm neither. I'm, I, I don't wear a blue tie or red tie, right? right. But people are like, fuck James Woods. I'm never watching a James Woods movie again because he's a, he's a red wing Republican, blah, 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 yeah. blah. I'm like, yeah, but you can't deny that he's still a fucking amazing actor. Yeah, he's, he's, he's great in what he does. For, now, for the job that he has to yes. do, he nails it. But... Now, something like, okay, so for your political, how, how you vote, yeah. I don't care. But then what's your take on someone like Kevin Spacey who was accused of 
Now, that's yeah. Now, I think that is like when it comes to like criminal acts, then I think it's a little hard to separate. See, and that's but if you're I, like a Trump guy, I don't give a shit. Yeah, but that, that's where I'm fucked up because I, <laughs> I, I will, I will not stop oh, yeah. liking Cosby, Spacey. right? Yeah, and, and, I, and Cosby, Cosby yeah. he was funny growing up. So like, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, he's a fucking asshole now. Yeah, but it's. He, it's not gonna, yeah, I can still separate. It's not going to be he's, he's, the whole dentist thing that he does. My mouth is on fire, uh, yeah. and and all the biblical humor he did. It's, it's not going to stop being funny because he's turns out he's an asshole. <laughs> it's just in the back of my mind, you're like, ooh, yeah. I'm not going to go around like uh, tagging on pace, on Facebook, like, hey, yeah. this guy's amazing. Yeah. I'm not going to say those kind of things, but I can still enjoy what they do mm-hmm. outside of their crazy personal life. Yeah, I still like Spacey's movies. This is Dude, amazing. John Doe. Oh my God. When he walks in covered in blood, he's like, Detective! Detective! Oh, yeah. That's right. You're looking for me. And he yeah. holds up his hands, they're all covered in blood. Damn. It's great. Yeah. Ah, oh, he's great. Yeah. So you can separate <laughs> Sandler can. from. Yeah. <laughs> what, uh, before we continue, <laughs> did Sandler do any Sandlerisms? Like, the he, he, he did some music. Yeah, he, uh, he has a guitar out there, and uh, there were things. Well, the reason he was there, he was working on material for. Maybe an upcoming special of some kind. So I, he's going back to stand up. I can't believe it. It seems that way. Uh, some of and he, even th- some of the stuff he said, they're like, "All right, so that didn't work." <laughs> <laughs> so like, scratching me off the list. <laughs> There's no pad. Well, I remember hearing rumor. <laughs> I, this rumor has been going around for like three, four years that Eddie Murphy is going to try to go back into stand up. Oh. Because he's uh, he, there's no more movies for him that are uh, I, I don't know <laughs> no more paychecks <laughs> for him to be taken anymore. His standup was great. Oh yeah. Before we continue, yeah. So another thing, people, all the podcast. I'd say like eighty percent of the podcasts I listen to, they're all like, I guess blue tie leftist like comedian okay. people, right? Yeah. Well, that's most comedians. That's most days. comedians. So. When I listen to them, they're like they talk. They bring up like Eddie Murphy specials, and they go, "Yeah, it's problematic all the things he talks about gay people." And I'm like, "Well, in the context of that era, yeah, that's just how it was." I mean, like, what's your take on that? Like, about the ignore, like the whole. Uh, oh, I can see past Sandler being an idiot, but I appreciate him on stage. What do you think about that? Like, like jokes like that where they make fun of like black people or gay people from that era. I don't find I, it, I don't find it offensive now. Yeah, it's just, <laughs> yeah. At, at the you time, just have to think like more, that's how people were back then. It's more hot button then, but yeah. like one of my favorite comedians is uh, Jesselnik, and his, uh-huh. he's just he's offensive to the core. I, everything he says is like, yeah. what? How did you say that on the microphone? Uh-huh. And you still have a job because yeah. it's, it's it's really out there. Uh-huh. But I, I enjoy that. I enjoy that because probably because it's it's taboo. You're not supposed to say those kind of things, and yeah. he owns it, and he's got this weird smile on his face when he does it, like. Yeah, you, you, know, you know what I'm doing. Uh huh. Yeah. Okay. It's I enjoy that kind of thing. Yeah, because that's just how it was back then. Like people were like, I, uh, "There's this movie. Oh, um, Bill Simmons, his company, The Ringer. They have a podcast network. It's all these like young millennial people. Okay. They'll talk about like how The Godfather. They're like, well. The, God pro- the Godfather is a little problematic because there's no black people in there. And I'm like, oh, shut the it fuck was made up. in the early 70s, and it takes place in the 40s. There weren't a lot of black people who had ties with the mob back then. What's mostly problematic is people that have <laughs> opinions yeah. on, on a microphone. <laughs> That's what I find more problematic than uh, a lack of black people in the time. Mm-hmm. Jesus Christ. Anyway. Anyway, we should discuss the movie. <laughs> Let's go to something even more problematic. Uh, <laughs> 
What's this movie? This movie. Okay. This movie was directed by Gendi uh, uh, Gendi Tartakovsky, and it stars Adam Sandler, Selena Gomez, mm-hmm. Andy Samberg, Steve Buscemi, Kevin James, amongst oh Offerman, David Offerman, and, and his, his real life Megan Mullally. Yes, that was that was a pleasant surprise. I remember them being in the first one, but if they were, fantastic. no, they weren't. They weren't. Okay, they weren't. No, that was a pleasant surprise. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Offerman's face wasn't as Offermany as I would like it to, <laughs> to have been, but his delivery was very. It was very. Offerman. Now, honey, yeah. we have to understand that the. Yeah, the the, there, there were points once. where he was too delightful. I was like, "That's not Offerman." <laughs> Shut it down. <laughs> Let me with a brief synopsis. We'll go from there. Right. Dracula and his friends try to bring out the monster in his half-human, half-vampire grandson in order to keep Mavis from leaving the hotel. Mavis is his daughter, right? Played by Selena Gomez. Mm-hmm. I ask this every week. I already know the answer. Have you ever seen this before? Weirdly enough, I think I have. <laughs> oh no. Because uh, I already had, I already had this on my on my drive. Uh-huh. And it might have been for my daughter. That, okay. uh, she she happened to like the first one, so I think I got the second one for her. Mm. After a certain appropriate amount of time had passed, and uh, she she likes this stuff, and I can't explain to her enough that like, but Dracula is kind of not funny. <laughs> it doesn't register. It doesn't doesn't translate uh-huh. for her yet. Uh, she'll get there eventually. Because a, a lot of the movies I I can't ever watch yet. Is um, it's just. Yeah, I don't think I want her. To, I don't know. I want to see Wedding Singer. At least that one. That's that's the final one of of his. It's uh, probably his best. Yeah, Big Daddy. I enjoyed that. It's a good one. Only only because of the father and also John Stewart's part of it, which which is great. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh huh. I think that's it. Because <laughs> everything else is too. Like I loved when we were like twelve, yeah. thirteen. Like Billy Madison, I'm like, oh, I fucking love. It. And then when you yes. watch it later in life, you're like, this is it's stupid, real bad. Yeah, it's real bad. Mm-hmm. That that was a big thing for me as well growing up. What are you? Stop looking at me, Swan. Yeah, it's like, no, oh, that's a great line. <laughs> now watching, it, like, oh my god, what the yeah. really? Uh huh. Even Happy Gilmore, I thought it was just fantastic. Watching it later is like, all right, it wasn't as bad <laughs> as Billy Madison, but it was still uh-huh. like, ouch. But now. His stuff now is way worse than oh my, yeah. Just because I feel like it's deliberate now. It's deliberate, like yeah, I, yeah. I know I'm a hack, but uh, I'm gonna keep hacking it up. Here it is. <laughs> here it is. I'm gonna invite all my friends. It's all in the wrist. We're gonna invite all our friends. Yeah, we're gonna travel to Japan or the Middle East or some island country. It's gonna be all paid for. It might be some jealousy that he can do this and get away with it yeah. and get paid for it. And uh, so let's uh, so let's talk about his crew real quick. Yeah, who are members of the cast? Yeah. yeah. So um, I'll just throw out a name, someone mm-hmm. in his crew. Okay, and then tell me if you dislike him, like him, or whatever. Wait, who is Kevin James in this? He's the Frankenstein's monster. I thought it was Seth Rogen. No, was he in the first one? Seth Rogen? No, I don't, I don't think he was. Okay, I thought I, I can go to IMDb and look up the cast of the first one, but uh. Right. Kevin James is the Frankenstein's okay, monster. So, Notice I didn't say Frankenstein. And that's Barb in this Frankenstein's movie Frankenstein's well. monster, yes. I love it. Once I came up, I was like, yeah, Hollywood's going to love that scene. Yep. So we've got David Spade as the Invisible Man. Yes. Uh, Buscemi as the, the werewolf, werewolf, which is just now constantly a wolf. Uh, is, is there any kind of going back and forth? No. Yeah, a, a werewolf is supposed to switch. Right. During the full moon. So he's just a wolf. He's just a wolf. Yeah, he's a wolf. <laughs> he's a, he's a flip. And that's not a monster. A wolf is a real life creature. Yeah, 
and he has a bunch of wolf children. Not not werewolf children. Yeah, they don't turn into little kids. They, there's no transformation between human and, and wolf. So they're just wolves. It's a pack of wolves. Okay. Um, everyone's the same. The only person who's different is the mummy. Okay. And the first one was played by CeeLo Green. But because he was arrested or whatever for... Was oh, that right? You he know had, about this, right? No, he had problems too? Yeah, Jesus he had problems Christ. too. Like sexual assault oh, problems. everybody. Why? So he was replaced with Keegan-Michael Key, the skinny one. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> thank, you for, thank you for that. Because uh-huh. I, I would have been like, oh, is that... Damn it. Is that the Get Out? Yeah, was that, yeah was, even the Get Out guy I thought was the skinny one for a long time. I know, that's why... I, I heard about a podcast. It was like, oh, that's a skinny one. The entire... It was like an hour-long podcast. Uh, uh, or... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, no, it was Nerdist. Yeah, and the whole time I was like, you uh, thought it was Keegan Michael Key. I told my girlfriend like, hey, we're gonna watch that movie. Get out. You know that. You know that tall guy from uh, Pitch Perfect two. From Key and Peele. Yeah, <laughs> he's the director of this movie. He's like, what? That guy? Uh-huh. Yeah, that's him. Yeah. And we we're both like, yeah, I'm bored. Then uh-huh. we watched it, like, yeah, it was a great movie. And then I, I, it wasn't until I saw him accepting the award, I'm like, oh shit, it was the wrong one. <laughs> the other guy. Damn it. <laughs> so the mummy is played by uh, Keegan Michael Key. Okay, and then. Nick Offerman and Megan Mullally are Andy Andy Samberg is the voice of the yeah. of the of the redhead the uh, the, the the Lego guy uh, <laughs> yeah his his parents uh huh right and um, Doctor Spaceman Spaceman <laughs> he's the fly <laughs> he's the fly okay. Doctor Spaceman yeah. <laughs> that's such a great. When they when they first introduce him, yeah. uh, he has like pills or something, and and uh, Liz <laughs> Lemon is like, Where, "Who who gave you these pills, Doctor Spaceman?" And yeah. she's like, "Doctor Spaceman, yeah, Doctor Spaceman. He's a doctor in the building." And then it cuts to his placard, and it says Spaceman. Yeah, and you're like, "Oh, okay, that's the joke." And he picks it up, Doctor Spaceman here. Yeah. You're like, "Oh, <laughs> yeah, he's a uh, Cyril Figus from Archer." Mm. It's. You seen Archer? It's, it's, it's I've great, seen a few episodes. It's a great show. It's great. Uh, so it's, uh, and then Sandler is Dracula. Yeah. So I'm gonna just throw out names of the Sandler group. Tell okay. me if you approve, disapprove, okay. or whatever. Uh, so Chris Rock, he's not in the movie, but he's part of the crew. Yeah. No, he's he's, he's good. He's fine. I remember I, I grew up with his comedy more uh-huh. than uh, seeing him in in, in movies, in movies. And stuff. Yeah. I enjoyed him in uh, Lethal Weapon Four. Yes, that was fun. They make the phones smaller yeah. and smaller. Yeah. That way, you can they, lose them. They fuck with the cell phones, man. <laughs> they fuck with the cell phones. phones. <laughs> okay, 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 okay. Yeah, the one, the three. Oh, messed up. Gotta start over. The one. Yeah, no, he's good. I, I do enjoy him. He's. It was bigger, blacker. His comedy stuff. Yeah, I, I, I remember liking those a lot. Yeah, no problem with Chris Rock. I was listening to a movie podcast, and they were reviewing Lethal Weapon 4, and they talked about, how, like, where the hell did, when did Leo Getz in part four become, like, a teenager girl? Because he's like, whatever, whatever. Yeah, it's true. True. <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah, I never but, thought of that. Yeah, but somehow it fits him. It fits yeah, him. Yeah, yeah. You're like, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, <laughs> that's him. Uh, in, also in the crew is David Spade. Not a big fan. He's hit or miss. When I watch like Tommy Boy, like the early stuff, he's a great straight man yes. to Chris yes. Farley's uh, funny man. But then you put a molar on him, yeah. and uh, good night. Yep. Ow. And that's a wrap. That's a, yeah. Um, he's not in this movie, but um, Schwimmer. Schwimmer? Uh, I'm sorry, Rob Schneider. 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 Rob Schneider, sorry, sorry. Yeah. 
Yeah, Sh- Schumer is that's 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 Sorry. me. That's basically I, me. I know. Sorry. In, in, the, in the whole Friends, uh, we try to figure out who's who, and like, <laughs> I want to be a Chandler, but no, I'm, I'm <laughs> definitely Russ, and it's it's fine. Uh, Sh- Schneider also early on fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think he got too deep in the Sounder crew, and yeah. then it just it fell off. Uh, Kevin Kevin James, uh, least offensive. You said he's the least offensive. He's, out yeah, of everyone. No, he's he's fine. Uh, Mall Cop was not good. No, uh, but King of Queens is so good. Okay, yeah, that I've, it cancels I've seen episodes. Yeah, where I it's 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 enough that I know that he's good outside of these movies uh-huh. that he does. Yeah, uh, so he, he's he's forgiven. He's given he's given a pass. Swarsden is part of his crew. He's like a minor character. Nick Swarsden. Yeah, he's the um, he was a lounge singer, I think, in uh, old school. Mm-hmm. He's fine. Okay. I, I feel like he doesn't know what he's getting into yet <laughs> with uh, with these people. Uh huh. He's like, oh, it's my break. I'm like, yeah, but they're 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 gonna break you though. Your break is gonna break you. Uh-huh. And you're gonna be, you're gonna get set into this one r- type, I guess, where you're gonna be just washing your ass. <laughs> <laughs> and shockingly, with grandma's boy. With, yeah, who, yeah, who grandma's that boy. Guy? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And shockingly. You know who is kind of in Sandler's crew because she's going to be in a fourth movie with him? Uh-oh. Drew Barrymore. Yeah, not a fan of hers. No, no. not at all. No, not in anything. I don't. I, I don't buy her. I don't buy her as, as, <laughs> as an actress. She, she does this weird uh, crooked smile thing that it's supposed to be adorable, uh-huh. and it just to me is like you're trying too hard. However, wedding. I, I love Wedding Singer. She yeah. was great in that. Uh huh. Everything else I've seen her in, I was just like, uh, not a fan. She was. A, she was an angel. Um, uh, one of Charlie's. Yes. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. She was an e- she's a little girl in ET. Right? She Oh yeah, even then I was like I, I don't buy you. As a kid. <laughs> she, she, she So was, when you were a kid and you saw ET, yes. you you were <laughs> No. Nope. Not no, I wasn't buying it. She, I, I remember seeing her just like she's trying too hard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> even even at that age. Uh-huh. I don't know. I don't think I made the connection until later in life that that was actually her, but it just I don't I don't like it. Okay. And that's pretty much it. She's kind of in the, his crew because they're doing a fourth movie together. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Damn. Well, I guess at a certain point you gotta just take the roles. You know, when I was when I was younger, when I was like a teenager, and I saw the wedding singer, I had no clue who the I didn't know back then who uh, Boy George was. Me neither. So when he said, "All right, George, take over," yeah, I didn't know. I didn't like get the joke. Yeah, and my older cousins. They're like ten years older than me. They got the joke, and they were like, "Oh, that, that's so funny. That's a, that's a great character." I, I didn't get it either, and, but I, and I saw it later in life. I'm talking like maybe ten years ago. <laughs> okay. I saw it. I was like, "That's great." And but but to me, it was like that that could be a real person. Uh-huh. I didn't know it was it was based on a real person. I thought like, <laughs> yeah, that makes sense for for whatever time period it was, with crazy hair and everything. <laughs> like, all right. <laughs> so uh, I mentioned this a few weeks ago when we did Space Jam. This mm-hmm. is a movie main, meant for children, so yeah. if we like shit on it, are we going to come off as assholes? Because this is this is this yeah. is supposed to be like stupid because it's, it's supposed to be for children. It's a, the, the the comedy is for the lowest common denominator. Yeah. It's uh, there's, there's there's fart jokes that, that kind of stuff. Or like, uh-huh. all right, you're not being clever, but it is marketed towards kids, uh-huh. so it has to have a somewhat of a pass. Well, m- modern animated movies. They're supposed to have jokes for the parents and the children. It's Incredibles 2 yet? You, you got the movie pass. You know, okay, so 
Here's the thing about the movie pass. Okay. The last time I saw a movie on the movie pass was like <laughs> almost two months ago. Is that right? Because my mom moved. My mom retired and she moved to uh, Albuquerque. Oh, that's right. Yes. So uh, every like Saturday and Sunday, I was at my mom's house oh, packing okay. stuff, helping her move, coordinating stuff, right? And Sarah's always like, oh, babe, I'm staying late at the salon. Just just go to the movies, use your movie pass, watch a movie. And I'm like, no, because by the time you're out, I'm still at the movies. Like, okay. I feel weird. Yeah. So, And then she doesn't have a movie pass, so she's like, let's go to the movies. And I'm like, uh, I don't know, because you don't have a pass. So I, I am going to use my movie pass today. I am either watching the, the first Purge. The Purge oh, prequel that sets yes. up like the Purge. The one we with, asked for. With Marissa Tomei. The one we yes. wanted. <laughs> they explain how this world yes. was created. I'm very curious. Uh-huh. I'm using. I'm either using it for that or uh, Jurassic World. Oh, okay. Because Bo- she Bo- she Bo- doesn't Bo- want to watch Jurassic what? World Fallen Kingdom. Oh. She's just not interested in Jurassic Park. Oh, completely different. I know we're supposed to talk about this That's movie, fine. but whatever. Let's, let's, let's uh, tangent as much as possible. Okay, so uh, <laughs> they just added Jurassic Park to Netflix a week oh. ago. Oh. And as you remember, Jurassic Park is our first yeah. episode we ever did. Way back. So I'm watching it. Dude, that movie still holds up. It's incredible. Right? God damn. That's how movies should be made. It still holds up. It's a 25-year-old movie. Yeah. And the dinosaurs still look good. Better better than the rest of the sequels. They look better Jurassic now Park. than the Jurassic World dinosaurs. Okay. I mean, the Jurassic World dinosaurs move more fluidly. Right. It's cause, just because the technology is better. Yeah. But just looks-wise, it looks more realistic. Yes. Anyways, yes. It, looked, it looked like that was actual it footage. It looked like that's what a dinosaur would be. That's what it was. Uh-huh. It was actual footage. Uh-huh. It wasn't a, 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 a tennis ball. <laughs> on, on a stick. <laughs> right. Pretending it's a raptor. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, we're watching it, and Sarah doesn't really care about the Jurassic Park movies. So she's on the couch on her phone, not watching it. So I think I think I'm rubbing off on her, dude. She had a spoilers goggles moment during uh, Jurassic Park. Oh, is that right? Yeah. Oh. So the scene is uh, Muldoon. When he's hunting the raptors, right? The clever girl, and we brought—I I think we brought this up. Where if this guy's such a badass hunter, shouldn't he know that there's a raptor beside yes. him because they yeah, hunt in packs? Absolutely. Anyway, so he has the gun and he turns and he sees the the raptor sticking out and he goes, "Clever okay. girl!" Yeah. And then it jumps on him. And then Sarah looks up from her phone and she sees that scene. And she goes, "Wow, the raptor gave him enough time to give a one liner." And I'm like, <laughs> "I'm like, oh, babe, I love it." <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we want you to know that you're caught before we actually <laughs> spring on you. And there's one scene <laughs> where when they first land on in the park, uh Dr. Grant and uh Ellie Sadler and uh Dr. Malcolm are mm-hmm. in one Jeep and then the lawyer and and, uh, and the kids. No, the lawyer and uh John Malcolm. Hammond are in the other Jeep. Okay. So John so the the reason the lawyer's there is he represents the investors. Right. So there's a scene where he's going through so so you barricaded this, are all the electrified fences set up and John Hammond's like, "Yes, and we filled the moats and we did this and we did that." Yeah. And I was just thinking like, do you think some fucking nerdy lawyer was in Westworld driving around with Robert Ford like, "Okay, so you have the security measure set up, right? In case one gets loose, yes, we have this and this." Yeah, it's all in the coding. It's all in the coding. <laughs> Believe me, <laughs> the coding is. Can you flawless. imagine if he ran Westworld? Oh. Oh, I wouldn't be surprised. I would not be surprised in that kind of world, because this world is not accepting anymore. Yeah. So I'm going to build my world where they have to listen to me. Uh huh. Yeah. He's. The- 
<laughs> in Westworld, he's like the president. Like right. he's like he's like a beloved president. Yeah. Yeah. Where everyone in, who goes to Westworld loves him. Yeah. It, it's it's ba- he basically be creating his own like North Korea <laughs> type of situation. Everybody has to applaud and like, oh, uh, we were playing golf the other day and um, he, he, he got an eagle off uh-huh. of this course. It was like a thousand miles long <laughs> somehow. <laughs> I don't know how he did it. Yeah. But man, he's amazing. Uh-huh. We should tell the, the listeners um, the text I sent you. <laughs> yeah. So I'm, so I'm watching Jurassic Park, <laughs> and then at, at the end of the movie, Dr. Grant tells John Hammond, after careful consideration, I choose not to endorse your park. And right. John Hammond says, so do I. Yeah. And then I texted you saying, there's no way Robert Ford, the owner, uh, the creator of Westworld, would ever agree to that. And then what was your response? Yeah. Uh, I, I think Ford would have said that. He would have said, no, no. This park is, is, is fine. Uh, but he would have said so in a way that was, you don't know what's coming. Uh-huh. It's, it's kind of like a, it's, what do you call it, a distraction. Uh-huh. Yeah. So it's like, no, the, everything's fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do endorse the park. It's going to work out. Uh, the kinks, mm-hmm. these are just problems that we're solving. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we will fix them. But, and then you said in the text, while at the same time, there's a boat going to the mainland full of right. <laughs> raptors. Yeah. So he... <laughs> While he's saying that, he knows I'm going to die in about uh, t- maybe two and a half hours uh-huh. from here. Once, once, the, once the plane lands, <laughs> I'm already dead. We're all dead. You're dead. I'm dead. Everybody's dead. But you know what? It's fine. Well, John, in the beginning, the opening scene of Jurassic Park, that's a Robert Ford moment. A guy gets mauled by a raptor. That's ah, fine. Believe me. Right. <laughs> it's, everything's going to be fine. We're going we're gonna to work out all the kinks. Yeah. Yeah, so he would have said everything's fine uh-huh. while raptors were on their way to the mainland and a T-Rex even <laughs> to just kill everybody. And then pterodactyls, the, the birds, they yep. have bombs strapped around their necks, so right. they're, they're kamikaze <laughs> divers. Yes, they're suicide dactyls. <laughs> Imagine a world where both parks exist. Could you picture Robert Ford just going to Jurassic Park looking around like, yeah, I think I can make this. Yeah, that's fine. I got it. Uh, that movie holds up so well, Dean. Yeah, that scene the the uh, the scene that I still love is when you first see the T Rex, just when the eye when, yes. when the eye gets big and if, when you flashlight. first see how big yep. that thing actually is. Oh, one thing I I did learn from a biology teacher in high school. He said that whole thing freeze. He said the the T Rex will still smell prey. It still has a nose. Uh, it can still okay. s- smell that there's a, a yeah. fucking person yeah. there. I mean, they're dumb, but they're, 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 not, <laughs> yeah. they're not bad dumb. Yeah. Because at a certain point, there had to have been like a, a, just a wild animal that they freaked out and then it passed out. <laughs> like, ah! <laughs> just like a goat <laughs> or something. A goat does the whole thing where it, it knocks, mm-hmm. it falls over, the, the fainting goats. It's not be like, well, I guess the food disappeared. <laughs> no, it's, it's still there. Yeah. It's still there. You, get, you get, pick up senses. Yeah, uh-huh. there's got to be more than just the sight. So Sarah was so not interested in, in, in watching Jurassic Park. So while she was on her phone, the scene where they're on the helicopter and they're, they're descending down, everyone has to put on their seatbelts. Okay. Remember Dr. Grant has the female female one and he just ties it. I don't know if we mentioned this on the first episode, but oh. that's like that's, foreshadowing? that's foreshadowing Yeah, man. that life finds a way right. because all the parks are females. Yeah. So oh. even though it's a female female buckle, I don't remember if we mentioned that, but that's good. He still figured out a way how to make it work. Yeah. And life finds a way. Because uh, uh, life will um, eventually 
uh, break through and uh, find a way. He'll find a way. <laughs> Him and Cage in like best like noise noise mannerisms. Oh no, Goldblum. Right? Yeah, definitely, definitely Goldblum. He, he did a thing in, in Ragnarok. You, have you seen it yet? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's. I like. I like. I actually, I actually really. You know, I don't like the Marvel movies. Yeah. That one's really good. I like it. Yeah. And well, sharp because because they, they, they made a comedy. They didn't, yes. make, they didn't make a Thor they did, movie. They didn't, they didn't make a, Thor. They didn't make a Marvel movie. They made a comedy. Yeah. And that happened they, to have Thor. They, yes, exactly. And they nailed it. Yep. Yeah, it was very good. And Charlotte Hale's in it. She's Valkyrie. Right. Mm, That's from right. Westworld. The uh, the drunkard. Uh huh. Which uh, that was fun. <laughs> Seeing her introduction, that was great. She uh-huh. just falls off the ship like ah oh, shit. <laughs> no, she's great. And then you watch her in Westworld, and you're like, fucking bitch. Yeah. No, she's better in <laughs> Thor, I think, than, than Westworld. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't believe her so much in that role. It should have been somebody else. Uh-huh. It should, it should have been the uh, Amanda Waller from oh, Suicide the, Squad? The TV, oh. sh- the TV version of oh, Suicide Squad. okay. That would have made more sense to me. The America, uh, from Suicide Squad, the, the movie, that was fine. But I, I think the one from the, the DC TV Arrowverse, that was a good, that was a good Waller. She would have been good Charlotte Hale. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Yes, that would have been a great Charlotte Hale. Okay. So speaking of like theme parks, this Hotel Transylvania, this world is kind of like a Westworldly place. Yeah, it is. Like yes. you just go and you're allowed to be a monster there. This, this is the world that Shyamalan is trying to create, right? <laughs> with the uh, with all the creatures. Uh-huh. Right. I forgot that Split ended. Have you seen Split? Yes. Okay. At the end, you get you get my boy in there. Yeah, you get a little uh, a little, little Bruce Willis uh, screen uh-huh. time. Well, they're combining all the worlds, and th- this basically would be that world if it was made for children, though. Yes, it was, <laughs> yeah. Have you seen the poster for for the, um, the new? I think it's called Glass. Glass. Have you seen the poster for no. it? Oh, it's a great poster. So picture a poster, okay, and then the top half, it's is it crazy. A, it's is it a, crazy here. No, it's a guy in a wheelchair, <laughs> okay, and it's a guy who's like. Uh, no, how the fuck does it go? It's a guy in a wheelchair, a guy and a guy, and they're like in white, like psycho ward robes. Okay. And then the shadow they're casting is glass, uh, McAvoy as the beast. And then your boy with the what? hood. Well, McAvoy is going to be in glass. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah, because he escapes and it's, it takes place in the same world. Yeah, yeah. So it's implied that Bruce Willis is going to be the hero oh, to go get him. Son of a. So right. it's Glass and McAvoy and the Beast versus okay. uh, Bruce Willis. Damn. All right. Yeah, I'm in. I'm in. That was a great twist in Unbreakable that that he was actually like a bad guy yeah. the whole time. And yes. The uh, the heel turn. Uh-huh. The uh, heel turn. If, if you That's will. right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, so in this movie, um, Vlad, the grandpa, is Mel Brooks. I don't yes, know if you caught that. Absolutely, I did. He does at the end of this movie what is called a face turn. That's when a bad guy becomes a good guy. Okay. In, yep. the, in the wrestling world, that's called uh, turning face. Okay. So when Stone Cold Stone Cold started off as a bad guy, and then he turned face, where with the Austin three sixteen stuff. Okay. Yeah that that was um. It seemed forced at the end there. They're like, all right, yeah, I guess we got to make it a family movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, but as, as soon as as soon as I heard Mel Brooks' voice, like. <laughs> All right, this is going to be fine. It's all, uh-huh. all going to work out. Yep. And I, I was glad to, see, to hear him mm-hmm. because it was, although it does, I guess, in a way mean that he's okay with this kind of humor that is Sandler, <laughs> which takes away a little bit from all the uh, <laughs> Brooks movies. Well, I'm, I'm sure he's so, 
I'm sure he's so old. They're like, hey, Mel, you want to be in a movie where you voice um, the first ever vampire? Sure. Yeah. Who am I working with? Right. This Adam Sandler you kid. Frankenstein. <laughs> yeah, I'm Frankenstein. He's the young one. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. That's fine. Oh, he also did Dracula Dead and Loving It. That Leslie Nielsen Dracula movie. Oh, I never saw that one. So, there's a, so <laughs> as dumb as this movie is, there are some pretty clever like jokes. Yeah. So, when uh, Adam Andy Samberg, his costume is the Gary Oldman Dracula from Bram oh, Stoker's right? Dracula. I never saw that one either. Oh, with the, with the big things on his hair? Yeah, yeah. Because in the the Gary Oldman Dracula, he's so old, his, he grew his hair out. Okay. So they put him in these giant buns. Oh, okay. So when so when Vlad Mel Brooks is making fun of him, oh, they look like my uh, my so and so's boobs or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, okay, that's a cute joke. <laughs> oh, but you didn't see. Damn it, you would you didn't get that joke. No. Yeah, there's 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 a few little. Eh. I, I want to see it because it's Gary Oldman. And yes. it's, it's it's on my list to eventually get to. I'm not like running to go see it. And but. do you know who plays Van Helsing? Uh, Hugh Jackman. Oh, that's a different movie. Hopkins, dude. Oh what? Hopkins is hunting down Gary, Gary Oldman. Oh, dude, it's, right. it's it's a great cast. Watching it tonight. Winona Ryder is um, Mina. Parker, the, I thought this was an old movie. It's it's like 93, 92, 91, somewhere in that area. Huh. Keanu Reeves is is Jonathan Harker. All right. My dearest Mina, I write to you from Carthage Abbey. I've heard of that. They make fun of that in other things. Because he's trying to have a British accent, and it's, oh, no. it's a Keanu Reeves <laughs> British accent. <laughs> Lord, Lord Dracula, why are you buying so much property in England? Well... All right, I'm watching it tonight. That's that sells it. Bram Stoker's Dracula, okay. and it's 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 a good origin because Dracula is supposed to believe uh, Vlad Teeps, the yeah. uh, conqueror, Vlad the Impaler, Vlad the Impaler. Yeah, yeah. The, so the, his I saw Dracula Untold. I know the story. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> <laughs> so the whole idea in in Bram Stoker's Dracula is that he betrayed God. He turned his back on God. Oh, so. Um, he wasn't trying to save his daughter or, or wife or whatever. No. So um, <laughs> this is just the beginning. I'm not giving anything away. So okay. in the so it takes place in like the 1300s. So Gary Oldman is Vlad the Impaler. Okay. Winona Ryder is Vlad the Impaler's wife. Okay. Who look so when she's Mina Harker in the 1800s, she looks exactly like her. That's why he falls for her. Right. And Anthony Hopkins, even though he's Van Helsing in the 1300s, he's like a priest. So he goes to battle and then. Um, he's like killing everybody in battle. So the Turks, I think they were finding the Turks, the Turks, they said, you know what? Fuck this guy. We're going to fuck with him. So they put an arrow, they put a note on an arrow and they shoot it into, um, into the castle where, where Winona, his wife is, Winona Wright. She reads it and they said that Vlad the Impaler has died in battle. So she throws herself off the top of the castle and she dies. Oh. Gary Oldman, Vlad the Impaler shows up and he sees that she's dead and then, uh, Anthony Hopkins, he's like a cleric or a priest or something. He goes, oh, she's with God now. And he goes, God. And it's all whatever fucking language it's supposed to be. It's all in uh, subtitles. He goes, God, what kind of God will take the love of my life from me? And then there's this giant cross. And he goes, you are dead to me. And he gets a sword and he stabs the, the cross. Okay. Like dead point. And then all this blood starts pouring out. And he starts drinking the blood. And he goes, ah. And then the priests are doing – they're doing like the Hail Marys and yeah. shit. And then the Statue of Mary starts bleeding. So that's – in that world, that's how he became a vampire. He betra- he betrayed God. Oh. He turned on God. So the idea is that 
you are now a creature of the night. You okay. have to drink blood. You can't go out during the day because God, you know, created the sun and everything. So you live in the shadows where the devil is. That's that's the concept on how in that world how Dracula was okay, created. Okay, interesting. Yeah, so it's it's a great movie, dude. Oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna watch it. For it's sure. a it's fantastic. Great cast. Winona Ryder. I had the biggest crush on her when I was younger. Oh, let me tell you, she is still smoking hot in this oh, movie. Okay, she, even even now to this day, I still yeah. Think. Stranger Things. She's still yeah cute. Yeah. She's a little crazy, but that, oh, yeah. that somehow uh-huh. works for me. And that, and that we're like, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so uh, this is re- relevant to the movie because yeah. we're talking Dracula. Because they did a Bram Stoker's Dracula joke. Yeah. Which I thought you would appreciate, but I didn't realize you didn't see the movie. No. I don't, I don't know if it was a reference to that. I thought it was a reference to just like uh, costume shops. Like this is, this is what we think vampires are. Oh, how, how like, it's stupid? Yeah. Yeah. How, I, I love how costume shops don't have a... They can't like copy use copyrighted things, right? So, so instead of a Ghostbuster, it's like Ghost Catcher, right? Yes, <laughs> it's, it's not Dracula; it's a uh, Vampire King, uh-huh. or something, something like that. It's not a uh, Jack Sparrow; it's it's a uh, Pirate King. <laughs> <laughs> it's not Captain America; it's it's Captain USA, right? <laughs> it's not Awesome Powers; it's Sexy British Spy, right? Yeah, and then the women costumes: sexy candy bar, sexy right. tomato. Uh, yeah, sexy bottle of water. It's <laughs> it's ridiculous. I'm doing the thing the the P tour right. riff where I'm just yeah, looking yeah. at stuff around right. the table. Sexy <laughs> MacBook. It's an apple. It's sexy apple. <laughs> oh shit! I didn't even realize. <laughs> I just thought of that. Yeah. Anyway, so pretty much in this movie, it takes place like seven years later after the first one, right? There's, there's not a whole lot to get to, which is no. why we've been vamping. Yes. Uh, vamping. See what, uh-huh. see what I did there? <laughs> so um, the uh, Mavis and Andy Samberg have a kid. Right. And uh, Dracula is convinced that he's a monster. It's, it's basically – it opens up with a wedding basically. Uh-huh. And, uh, and then quick cut scene. Oh, now, now they're pregnant. Now, the, now he's five years old. Right. So it's, it's basically the whole movie is about is he or isn't he a monster? A monster. Uh, and we got the whole Rihanna song at the beginning. I'm in love with the monster, uh, which comes back again at the end, mm-hmm. which I think is lazy, but fine. Uh, maybe save it to the end of the movie instead of also putting it at the beginning. Uh-huh. Uh, we, we get it. We get it. But then again, these are kids. Mm-hmm. You need some point of reference. Is that a callback, I guess? Then maybe. Maybe. <laughs> Could we sing at the beginning and now we're going to call back at the end? Uh, so she she's a, a shockingly good mother for the way she was risen by her father. Mm-hmm. Uh, very, uh, very maternal, uh, and always there for the kid. Uh, which what we're based to believe by this uh, <laughs> by toy, this toy Dracula that I have in my hand here. <laughs> that he's he's a psychopath. He's he's a crazy person. Uh-huh. He's he's insane. Yeah. But he he raised a very well adjusted daughter. Uh, <laughs> you got you to turn the switch around to the back. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's fine. That's uh, okay. So she she's very progressive for the uh-huh. way she was raised uh, because we find out that her upbringing uh, or his upbringing was kill all humans. They're the worst people in the world mm-hmm. uh, because of Mel Brooks. He's, he's he hates humans, so he's taught to hate humans. And then, but then she falls in love with the humans. So Ad, uh, Adam Sandler, Sandler <laughs> I was say Sandberg, a different Adam. Uh, he he's was well, Andy. Andy, damn it. <laughs> So he's trying to accept it the best way he can, but also being like, but you're still wrong, kind of, uh-huh. basically. Uh, so 
he's trying to get the kid to grow his fangs, which you don't. You, if you don't grow after your five. before your five. Five is, the, five is the fang year, I guess. Yeah. Where you, you, I guess you're raised as a human. You look like a human until you're five, and then the fangs come out, and then now you're a full-on vampire. Mm-hmm. So this is, this is all leading up to his fifth birthday. And he's just like, oh, let me see your teeth. Like, oh, let me see your teeth. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and uh, it's, it, it's, he's not showing any signs of monster, and uh, Sandler's got a big problem with it, or Dracula <laughs> has a big problem with it. And uh, he... he, he they make a coup basically with uh, with the Sandler and Sandberg. Sandy Sam- Sandy Sandberg Sandberg Sandler Sandberg and Sandler. Do you want me to just tell you his his character name? Yeah, it was a Keith or something. It's it's it's, it's a super white name. Yeah, uh, I'll get to you right now. He, he basically they like all right. He likes looking at at the hotel. He, he likes it because he's the hotel human relations person, <laughs> and he's he's making and the it, social media manager right. So he's trying to update the hotel, and he, he likes the job there because up until this point, he's been basically a hippie, uh, living with a backpack that he thinks is alive. And in this world, humans yep. know monsters exist. Yes, everyone's cool about it. Yeah, in this and world, is that because of the first movie where they showed their faces uh, in the Day of the Dead parade or whatever? Uh huh. Jonathan is Andy Samberg. Jonathan. Uh huh. Wow. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> right. So. Jonathan and Dracula make a, a pact, basically. Uh, you want to stay in the hotel, right? Yeah, I do. All right. I want my daughter to stay in the hotel. So what you need to do, you take her away. Let me show this kid what it is to be a monster. Mm-hmm. And everybody wins. So go take her out. Make her have fun. But mm-hmm. not, not too much fun. It's, so, yeah, they take her out to the real world yeah. to visit her in-laws, who are Offerman and yeah. Mulally. Dude, Mulally, she's so fucking funny, like, in, in real life. and Yeah. In in the disaster artist, she's only in one scene in the disaster artist. She's Greg's uh, yep. mom, mm-hmm. and th- that joke still makes me laugh. Where she tells Tommy, "How old are you?" And he goes, "I Greg age. You're 19. I just turned 14." And he goes, "Oh, happy birthday!" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, she's great. Uh, like I said, I, I I don't like that they made Offerman smile and do things that <laughs> Offerman wouldn't do. But other than that, it was it was fine. So he, they're the parents. Uh, so they go out into the real world. So this is the first time that Selena Gomez gets to see the real world. Mm-hmm. And uh, she's freaking out over... She discovers Slurpees. Yeah, 7-Eleven. Uh-huh. Yeah. She's having an Encino Man moment. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Inside 7-Eleven. Like, oh, wheezing the juice. <laughs> so she's enjoying herself. She's wheezing the juice. She's yeah. munching on some grindage. Right. <laughs> the, the basic food groups. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. Enjoy. You see the man in the in the archives, by the way. Yeah, we did out. do that. Yeah, we did. I was watching, <laughs> dude. I, I think one movie we we need to do for the next season because after your birthday pick, that's it. The season's a close. Right. It's a wrap. I think for the new season, I was watching it yesterday, and it's a dumb movie. Okay. In the army now. Oh uh, yeah. Dag is so good in it because he's like the hypochondriac. Ah, oh, that's right. oh, there's a scorpion <laughs> on my back. <laughs> and it's funny watching like a young. Dag, okay, because he's old now and he's like a fucking grumpy old man. But back then he was still like young and like, hey, I'm an actor. Yeah, uh, another movie came up last night. I was hanging out with Cowboy, and uh, one that would be great for spoilers, and I already forgot the name of it. But they're giant worms under the floor. Tremors. Tremors. Yes. Kevin Bacon. Yeah, Kevin Bacon, and it's got the guy from Police Academy. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Was it Gun Nut? 
uh, yeah, that's that would be great for spoilers. Have you ever seen Tremors? Yes, I have. Okay, I've seen one, two, and I think three. I am shocked that you've seen <laughs> as a kid, as a child. Okay, uh, it's been a long, long time, but I I know it'd be great. It'd wow, be so good. So you don't consider that like on the grabbers level? Isn't oh, no, it the I, same? Yeah. Okay. Now, now, at the time, I was just like, "This is fun," okay. uh, but I, I know, I know, rewatching is going to be real bad. Uh-huh. It's going, but it'll be perfect for the show. So, uh, Pauly Shore, his movies after he did Encino Man, he put Brendan Fraser in all his movies, and Brendan Fraser was supposed to be like a, okay, a character similar to the Encino Man, where he to Link, right? So in <laughs> yeah, the, the son, lost Link in Son in Law. He have you ever seen Son in Law? Yeah, he's the farmer. He, the daughter, the his, uh, the um, he's the RN in college, and then uh, the daughter, the farmer girl goes, and then he goes back with her home, and she's like, "Oh, we're getting married." Yeah. So there's a scene where he's in a biology class, and there's a and it's Brendan Fraser, and he bites into a frog. Mm. So he's like, he gives us look like, wait a minute, you look familiar. <laughs> so the Brendan Fraser cameo in, in the Army now. Because I watched it yesterday. Oh, was I didn't realize this was a thing. Yeah, they're in the barracks. Okay, and not the barracks. They're in the the mess hall. Okay, and uh, he goes, "Hey man, don't eat the chicken. It tastes just like frog." And he gets like a, a leg and he bites into <laughs> it. And then Pauly Shore has this look like, "Hey, wait a minute." <laughs> so it became a running joke in the okay. in the Pauly Shore universe. Okay, did you ever <laughs> see a, a Mavericks with um, Mel Gibson? Oh yes, yeah. Oh, the Danny Glover. Yes, scene? yes. That's such a great cameo. <laughs> the way they look at each other, like, like nah, mm, is it? No, it can't be. <laughs> yeah, is it one of those kind of moments? Uh huh. Okay, the Paul Shore just does over all of his movies now. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> I love that movie. That's good. That's great, great twist. Oh, so good. And uh, damn it, who's that guy? Because he, he was the original Maverick, right? Yeah. Yes. Uh, Gun- James, James Coburn. It's, it. it's something like that. Yeah, yeah. I have IMDb open, Adam. I got you. He was um, not Matlock, but it was a uh, uh, Rockford. He was Rockford Files. Mm-hmm. Yep. Damn it. Yeah, no, that's, that, was, that was good stuff. And Clarice is in there. Hello, Clarice. Is she the is she Jodie Foster? She's like the main. Okay, she, she's the one woman. that gives him to tell. Mm-hmm. Okay, James Garner. James Garner. Oh, yes. And Alfred Molina is the 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 the, the like Mexican card player, Doctor Octopus. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, that was fun. I remember liking that movie a lot. I like that movie. Yeah. <laughs> that fucking move where he puts his hand over the, the deck yeah. or where, over the card where yeah. he's just praying and he looks at it and he goes, oh. <sighs> and he throws the ace of spades. Slow motion. Damn. Uh-huh. That's good. It's a fun movie. That's how I am in magic. But, but <laughs> I have my hand over my deck. Just come on. But it was obvious. The, the obvious card <laughs> switch. I know. The deck should like... Who, nobody saw that. Nobody saw that except for Mel Gibson. Really? All right, uh, Transylvania. That's what we're talking about. Okay, so while there, so while Andy Samberg and uh, Selena Gomez are off in the real world, right? Not even the real world. It's just they're outside of the hotel, right? Uh, all the monsters take the kid, and they're all going to show off their skills on how to be monsters, yeah. how to scare humans. We're going we're to show the kid how we were growing up so uh-huh. that it'll eventually trigger him to like, oh, yeah, it turns out I am a monster. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they're all just, they're too old, I guess. Uh, Frank and <laughs> they're too old to, for this shit. Yeah. They're too old. <laughs> <laughs> Frank and tried, uh, he tries to scare somebody. Frankenstein's monster yes. uh, tries to scare somebody, and they're just like, oh, great. Let's take a selfie. Yeah. And they do. Uh-huh. Uh, all right. Now, uh, 
Now you, uh, the wolf man. The wolf. The, yeah, the wolf. <laughs> the wolf. Uh, go kill that deer, which is basically Bambi. Mm-hmm. And, and he goes to try to kill it, and then uh, there's a frisbee. and He, just, he gets distracted he, he by goes, that. He goes dog. Mm-hmm. He goes wolf. And, uh, Did you ever watch Wolf, the Nicholson wolf? No. Do you even know that movie exists? Uh, no. Oh, okay. So it's kind of like it was dis- – when I was younger, I was disappointed because I'm thinking like, whoa, Jack Nicholson in another horror movie because okay. he was in The Shining. Is, he's werewolf? So he oh. is like a book editor and okay. his new client is Michelle Pfeiffer. Oh. And he like falls for her and they have like a thing. And uh, – Robert California from The Office, uh, okay. James Spader. Yep. He's like his rival at the, at the company. He gets bit, and uh, Jack Nicholson gets bit by a wolf, and he becomes a werewolf. All right. So picture Jack in, like, werewolf makeup. I feel he like I much look, a picture of that. He looks like an old man Wolverine. Like, they don't put him in full werewolf costume. He just looks like a really old, okay. like, long hair Wolverine. And he would have been good as Wolverine, I think. He could have been a good, like, old man Wolverine. Yeah. Like, 20 like years Logan? ago. He could have been Logan? Yeah. But but he doesn't age, so it's weird. Yeah. Okay. And then James Spader, you find out, was the wolf who bit him, so then they have to fight as wolves. And oh, all right. I hated it at the time because I was it. I was sold, like, oh, this is going to be a wolf movie and Nicholson. and nah, Yeah. It was kind of boring. But then when you watch it, you might, you'll probably like it because okay. you're an adult. But right. when I was, like, 10, <laughs> I was like, oh, that fucking blew. Okay. There's no basketball involved in this? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and then the mummy, he has to bring up like a sandstorm or something. Right. I guess all mummies can do this. He has to play a Brendan Fraser's uh, mummy. <laughs> yeah. I guess it's established in yeah. that movie that every mummy can create sandstorms. <laughs> yeah. Because in the Tom Cruise mummy, I don't know if you've seen it. Yes. She, she's calling like, well, it's not really sand. It's like locusts. It's, she's creating, what does she create where her face shows up? Wait, is yeah. that the Brendan Fraser movie? I yeah, forget. No. Yeah, the Brendan Fraser one is his face in the sand. Uh-huh. So but, what was hers? Her I, think, I think it was Lucas. That, that, yeah, that it was Lucas. Familiar. So you can call summon shit. Yeah. Uh, so he tries to cast a spell, and uh, it doesn't work out Mm-mm. either. So basically, they're all failing him. So his backup plan is, all right, let's go to my vampire school. Uh, vampire camp. Vampire camp, yeah. And uh, they get there, and it's 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 been... It's like a progressive left-wing, yeah. like... It's been participation trophy. Yes, it is what this mm-hmm. has become. Mm-hmm. So in, instead of catching a, mi- a mouse, that, that's how they, I guess, learned to hunt. Now they, they literally put the mice on a, a t-ball stand uh-huh. so, so they can catch it. That's a great joke. I love it. <laughs> and then uh, learning how to fly it used to be off this old giant rickety building thing, uh-huh. and, and now it's just like two feet tall, and they're wearing a, a wire so they don't <laughs> fall. So so Sandler's just like this is bullshit. Uh, they eventually take him to the top of the tower to throw the kid off. And uh, I don't know why all the monsters had to go up to the top of the tower with him. But I guess the tower couldn't fall if they weren't all up there. Uh-huh. Uh, oh, so, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. They, have to, they have to be up there. Yeah. They, yeah. In, or, in order to destroy the camp, they need to be up at the top of the tower. Uh-huh. So they get to the top. They throw out the kid off. And uh, like he's going he's gonna to fly. He's going to fly. He's going to fly. He's going to fly. He's not going to fly. <laughs> and then he, and then he's he's going to fly down there and get yeah. him. And then this goes viral, which mm-hmm. is it's appropriate. Yep. Appropriate reaction. Uh, the tower then falls, the mummy catches fire, and he destroys the entire camp. And uh, now it's viral. So uh, Sandberg uh, <laughs> is watching it on YouTube. Yeah, showing it to his, uh, his wife. and like, oh, it turns out that's our kid. Uh, so they got to get back home, and now it's a race back to the hotel. Sandler can't first. use the phone because he has nails. Nobody tells him it's nails. 
is your problem. Uh-huh. It taps slower. No, no, no. You need flesh touch on the phone for it to work. But do you think he could still make it work because don't you need heat? Aren't vampires, because they're oh, undead, that's right. would it still not work? Huh. I don't know. It works at some point. That was a, there was a scene. <laughs> okay. uh, the, the, the camera, when, when uh, Selena Gomez calls uh, San, Sandler at the camp, and he's like, oh, I'm just at a hotel. We're having a campfire. <laughs> blah, blah, blah. Uh, there, there's a scene where he smashes the phone on the counselor's head, and then the screen cracks. That's, that's not how cameras work. <laughs> if, if he smashed his phone on the guy's head, it might crack his screen, uh-huh. but that doesn't mean his face is going to be cracked on the, the unless he cracked the camera. Yeah. In which case, there should be no there should be no image at all. That's right. <laughs> Fine. All right. Oh, there was a scene in the movie. <laughs> it was in the beginning of the movie. Sarah watched the first fifteen minutes, and then she's like, "I gotta go to bed." I'm so jealous. Of she, she's like, "I'm I'm over this." Yeah. He Sandler brings out a ukulele, and we both look at each other, and we both rolled our eyes. Like, yeah. Oh, God. It's fucking Sandler, man. I'm surprised he didn't throw in a wabadabadoo yeah. in that ukulele Come song. to the back of the board. <laughs> so they yeah. go back home, and uh, she's already yeah. there. Now, now it's a race. Like, uh, you, if you're not at the hotel, then you're in big trouble, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> so now they're racing to get back home, uh-huh. but the, 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 the same car, the hearse that they came in, got crushed by the same fire that the mummy lit. Uh-huh. So their backup plan is to go on a scooter. With the blob thing? Yeah. The green, the green blob guy, which is going half a mile an hour. <laughs> they could have just walked and got uh-huh. there faster, but yeah. because, I don't know. It's, I guess it's funny to see it go slow motion across the screen. And then the, the thing you always say in movies, Adam, if you can do it from the beginning, why aren't you doing it? Dracula is like, all right, Kevin James, do it. So Kevin James gets the blob and he <laughs> blows in it like a balloon and then he lets right. it go and they start flying. Which I thought was an inappropriate type of thing. <laughs> like, uh, all right, you got to blow him. And then he goes and what does he grab? What does he grab that now has a mouthpiece on it? I don't know. So he, he blows up the blob, which is gelatin. You can't inflate gelatin. No, you can't. It's trapping critters inside of it. Uh-huh. There's, where's the air? How are you gonna? It's not a whoopee cushion. Yeah. But in this, I guess in this world, uh-huh. this slime thing expands mm-hmm. uh, off of like maybe four good blows. Mm-hmm. Get them across the entire country. Do you remember we saw the Blob remake with uh, Johnny Drama earlier this season for the Halloween picks? The Blob. The purple blob that just went across town and like oh, devoured yeah. people. Oh. Why didn't people just pick that up and? Yeah. <laughs> Blow on it. Maybe they didn't find the right mouthpiece <laughs> part of the blob to blow into. That's right. Jesus. So they fly back to the hotel. She's already there. She's pissed and she's like, We're that's it, Dad. After his birthday, we're done. We're moving to the real world. Yeah. Uh so but but at the same time, the Dracula's given his kid a complex, like, maybe I should be a monster. So he now he has an identity crisis that he didn't have before. Uh-huh. Uh so that's bad grandparenting. Uh, vampiring, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty obvious. A vampire, all right? Because uh-huh. uh, he's the vampire. Yes, he's the vampire. So now, all right. One final soiree. One he's, final he's, dinner. He's he's turning five, so we're gonna have a giant five party. He invites the human, her, uh, his human relatives. Right. I guess trying to make peace mm-hmm. instead of just being like, no, we're out, as he should have been, and <laughs> we're done now. Uh-huh. We're not having another party here. 
yeah. in this hotel. Uh, because as she puts it, I thought I, w- I was afraid to have my son around monsters, but uh, I'm afraid to have him around you. Yeah. You're the real monster, Dad. You're the rocket man. <laughs> yeah. So, because she's afraid to have the kid around her dad, uh, she allows another party there. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. And uh, she invites her grandpa. Vlad. Vlad. Which we were led to believe is Vlad Teeps, Vlad the Impaler. Yes. The first vampire. Which, uh, to, to the people that are in the know, who Vlad is, that was kind of like a, oh. Mm-hmm. Uh, to kids, they don't care. Yeah. And he lives in a cave with bat things. A gargoyle? So if you, I don't know. Okay, so if you watch, when you watch Bram Stoker's uh, Dracula, okay. the Gary Oldman one. Right. He turns into what that guy is, what the that okay. creature is. So At it, one point, he it, turns into that. So he's, he's a bad gargoyle, basically. Kind of. He's, he's the um, yeah, the gargoyles from that other movie we watched that had John McClane's kid in it as the as the lead. Oh, the I Frankenstein. Yeah, I Frankenstein. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, I mm-hmm. forgot that was also with Adam Frankenstein. <laughs> yeah, and uh, Harvey Dent. Uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so uh, Dracula in the novel, the the uh, Bram Stoker, the actual novel, yep. he can turn into mist, w- a wolf, a bat, and he can turn into something else. But in the a snake? No, I don't think he turns into a snake. Uh, in the movie, he turns into a snake at one point. So I thought maybe that's what oh, it was. Okay. Well, I think they're just well. He can morph. Let's just morph into a snake. I think right. that was just. We'll just do that. Yeah. Oh, by the way, there was, there was another scene <laughs> at, at the thing where he's trying to teach the kid how to transform into a bat. Like, let me teach you how to transform into a bat. I'm a bat. You see? <laughs> You're not teaching him anything. You're showing him that you can turn into a bat. You're not teaching him. Like, look, I'm a bat. Now you do it. <laughs> That's not teaching. You got to tell him, like, all right, get into the mind space or whatever. Yeah. We got to do method acting or whatever. You got to, uh, I drink your milkshake. And then you turn into a bat. <laughs> that's, like, um, that's like Mark McGuire's son here. Like, here. Yeah. Home run. Okay, your turn. Go. Go. Home run it. Do it. <laughs> but what is you do it. You saw me do it. Yeah. Just do it. Copy me. Uh-huh. Be be uh be like a, a mirroring robot where you just see what I do and do the same thing. Uh-huh. As a, a real steel. Yeah. It's Hugh Jackman, man. Wolverine. So this kid didn't have a shadow what was it? Shadow yeah, it's, shadow it's, mode? <laughs> that's right. Yeah. <laughs> like in real steel. So these gargoyle vampire creatures, okay. They're stuck as vampires? They're stuck as bats? What are, so, are they humans? I don't know. Vlad brings that one main guy as his date. Is this like his partner? Is this his life partner or something? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been apt. Because yeah. uh, the, the whole, I think maybe the main cause of the movie is to accept people for who they are. Mm-hmm. Uh, what is it, unicorn or whatever it is? Be happy. Yeah. And uh, yeah, there's, there's a scene Megan Mullally uh, tells like, hey, we got another uh, mixed race couple. Uh, a guy comes in. This is like a, a, a frog of some kind. And then we got this guy who's a werewolf. Who's just, he's just a hipster just, with like yes. a long beard. <laughs> he's like, wait, what? <laughs> I'm not a wolf. <laughs> like, we're trying to explain that we're accepting. Yeah. <laughs> so Sandler finds out that his dad's coming and he's like, oh, no. Yeah. He doesn't like humans. We need to. We need to make it a costume party. And he pulls a move from, uh, oh no, Another World? It was an old, old TV show, uh, like around the time did uh, uh, Wonder Bot, damn it, Vicky? Small Wonder? Small Wonder. Uh-huh. Uh, there was another show at the time, 
I think it was called like Out of This World or something, where the girl, okay. she, 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 her dad is an alien uh-huh. that lives inside of a cube. Or not lives in a cube. That sounds really familiar. He, tr- he communicates with her through this cube. Okay. And uh, she can pause time by putting her fingers together. Uh, Zach Morris style, kind of. Uh-huh. Uh, so she pauses time by putting her fingers together. And so that, that's what Adam Sandler does at this moment. Holy shit, dude. That sounds familiar. It's on YouTube for free. Okay. Because I showed it to Alexis and, and she loves it. Okay. It's, 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 uh, I remember loving the hell out of that show. It doesn't yeah. hold up as well. Uh, Obviously. There's, there's a lot of 80s humor in it. <laughs> like, I'm going to pause time as soon as the paint's about to drop. Oh. Yeah. And then it drops. <laughs> it's real bad. Uh,. But yeah, so he freezes time, uh, which is also his daughter, which is a vampire, which I think we established 10 minutes later, you can't do that to vampires. Mm-hmm. I don't know. The, you, yeah, you can't mind control vampires. That's what the camp counselor did. Yes. But he pauses time, including his daughter, to tell uh, Jonathan, uh, yeah, he hates humans. He's going to eat your, your soul and your family's soul, and you'll all be dead. So we're doing a masquerade to hide the fact that they're human. Mm-hmm. Because like uh, like the whole T Rex thing, if you don't move, uh, you <laughs> you're can't fine. See it. Yeah, fine. Yeah, if you look like a monster, then that's fine. All mm-hmm. all senses pass. And uh, Mel Brooks shows up with his date, yeah, <laughs> who was voiced by I didn't know this Rob Riggle. Oh, okay. I was wondering. I was like, because he was a big voice. I thought that's got to be a voice too, but I couldn't place it. Yeah, it was Rob Riggle. Okay. And uh, Rob Riggle's like, "That's your wizard." So he kidnaps um, the little boy. Yeah. And uh, the monster's like, "No, we gotta fight him." So the so then the little boy, his little wolf girlfriend gets knocked to the ground. Yeah. So his fangs come out. And he becomes a monster. Right. And well, then he, well, but before that happens, though, the, uh, Vlad is, sees the kid like, "Oh, oh, he's a late toother, oh, just like you were, Adam." And uh, he's tra- he's trying to scare him by taking basically the Barney version of a monster. Oh, that's and, right. And trying to scare him, and uh, that is not a monster. Yeah. So he's going around the whole thing like, "You smell weird." Yeah, because he's human. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then it all falls apart. Yeah, we're all human. Oh no! And here comes the gargoyles. Oh no! Uh-huh. And then yeah, so that so the the wolf girlfriend uh, cub. Uh, not the wolf, not werewolf, right? Yeah. Wolf, the wolf girlfriend, because <laughs> also always a wolf. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Falls to the ground. Yep. Little boy's pissed off. His teeth come out. Become, fights him back, and then he summons all his other uh, gargoyle friends, and then all the monsters fight him. So like Fr- Frankenstein's monsters fighting, the mummies fighting. Yeah. And then Sandler. So, so this five year old, uh-huh. uh, which up until now has been human, just discovered his powers, and now is kick ass. Mm-hmm. As good as, if not better, than, than his Sandler. mom and grandfather, who have been and, vampires their entire life. And his great-grandfather. And his, yes. So th- this guy, he's basically, ooh, he's John Wick. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't kill his dog, his wolf, uh, but they, they came close to, and yeah. that was enough to set him off the edge. So he breaks the concrete, and then he gets all of his guns, and he, and he goes and he kills basically all the gargoyles. Uh-huh. And... Uh, the, the Rob Riggle gargoyle, he has like a stake and he's going to stab Sandberg in the heart. And then Mel Brooks freezes him and he goes, I never want to see you anywhere near my family. And he sends him off and he shrinks him down to like size of a mouse. Right. So, so the wolves can now hunt him. Yeah, the wolves can hunt him. And then he's now accepting like, ah, I guess yeah. if you're human, I got to deal with it. Yeah. My whole life has been killing and consuming humans. But in the past five minutes, you showed me a lot. <laughs> And that's the movie. That's it. <laughs> that's it. 
we've probably spent what 20 minutes total on, on the movie and everything else on I would say like 12. other vampire <laughs> yeah. things there's not a lot of substance here there's I know. not a lot of substance it's it's a cute movie if you if you're a kid yeah uh for adults it's there's not a whole lot there mm-hmm. they, they they try to appease us by giving us the cast that we think that they think we want to see mm-hmm. uh, in grown-ups uh but no. it's we don't we don't want to see it we don't i don't there's a there's a great uh simpsons episode where mel brooks is on and do you, oh. you, you know who carl reiner is right He's yes. He's Saul from Ocean's Eleven, the old man. Yeah, Saul. Mm-hmm. So him, him, and uh, Carl Reiner and Mel Brooks have a comedy bit, which is it's like on par as as the uh, Who's on First? Evan Costello. It's the uh, two thousand year old man. Have you ever heard of that bit? No. Where a guy falls asleep and he wakes up two thousand years later, and oh, okay. so you know, like he's telling him everything that's changed. Oh. So the bit's called the two thousand year old man. It's. Um, Mel Brooks is the one who wakes up, and Carl Reiner has to explain like what's happening in the new world. Okay, so it's similar to Who's on First on the the okay working with the straight man Weird. explaining stuff. Carolla did a bit on that on the um on, he had a very short lived TV show that uh, may or may not have canceled by that guy from Jackass, Steve Stevie Stevo oh, Stevo Stevo. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you try to choke him out. Fine, oh. who cares? But he had a bit on there it was like uh, explaining current time to like founding presidents. Yeah, that's so, the two thousand year old man bit. Okay. But in The Simpsons, uh, Mel Brooks is playing himself, and right. uh, he's pick- he uh, Homer has to be a limo driver for extra money, so he picks up Mel Brooks. He goes, oh, Mel Brooks, I love you. I love young Frankenstein. And Mel Brooks is in the back like, oh, thanks. And he goes, let's do the $2,000 um, $2, man bit. I'll be, uh, I'll be Carl Reiner, and you'll be you, Mel Brooks. And he goes, ah, I don't really feel like doing it. And then Chief Wiggum pulls him over. So he goes, I'll take Mel Brooks. I'll drive you where you have to go, Mr. Brooks. So he's in the back seat, and Chief Wiggum goes, uh, hey, let's do that 2,000-pound man thing. <laughs> they, they, they keep butchering they keep, it. Yeah, they keep <laughs> messing up the name. And he goes, uh, he goes, uh, I'll be Mel Brooks, and you'll be Carl Reiner. He goes, no, how about I'm Mel Brooks, and you're Carl Reiner. I hate Carl Reiner. <laughs> <laughs> but they're like best friends. <laughs> That's good. They were on comedians and cars uh, getting off both of them. Was oh, that right? Yeah, it was Mel okay. Brooks and Carl Reiner. I gotta, I gotta watch. I've seen a couple episodes. I started watching Jim Carrey's, but then I, I switched over to the Man of the uh, Man of the Moon documentary. Oh, dude! Ooh, he's, he's a fucking psych. He, that's um, he's pretty much doing the Robert Downey Jr. Tropic Thunder character. Yeah, I don't, I don't leave character until DVD yeah. commentary, man. Yeah, he's he's being uh, it was Lincoln. Yeah, he's being Daniel Day. Yeah. Man, I got, I got, I got to say the the balls, the balls on him to uh-huh. release that and like let it be out there that he was a fucking that psychopath. He, yeah, he was an asshole. <laughs> like, there's a little bit of respect that comes with that. I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's not the best person, but man, put that out there. That's that's pretty good. Have you ever seen that movie? Oh yeah, Man on the Moon. Yes. You like it? Yeah, I did. Uh, the, uh, Bill, the Bill Burr uh, comedian Cars is really good. Okay. If you're gonna watch one, that that's a really good one. All right, I got a lot of movies on my list. <laughs> um, so closing thoughts. It's a dumb kids movie. Yeah, it's, it's it is it is a kids movie. It's Sandler. That's all you need to know about it. Yeah, it's Sandler and a kids movie. <laughs> so take that for whatever you think it means. Uh huh. And uh, if you, if you got like a nephew or something, take him to see it. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure the third one's going to be the same kind of hacky humor. They go on vacation, I think. Okay, I think that's the idea. That's the premise that they all go on vacation somewhere. So it's the monsters. It's the monsters leave into the real world to go on vacation. 
Oh, I remember I brought this up earlier. This is, got us onto the whole movie tangent about your, your your movie pass. Yeah, Incredibles is is an amazing movie. Part two, the the, the first one. Oh yeah, yeah, the first amazing. Uh-huh. Second one, it, it it's like they didn't skip a beat. Oh, it's as good. Yes, nice. I, I, I liked it a lot. Nice, uh, and that's the way a kids movie should be mm-hmm. because yeah, there's a lot of kids stuff in there, but as as a, as an adult, I was very entertained. With the first one, too. And I, I, I actually caught this. Uh, I read a, a post online. In the first Incredibles movie, uh, where they end, up, they end up in a bank, robbing mm-hmm. the bank. And there's, there's a cop that comes in and tries to stop them. And they, they do almost line for line, or the vibe of Die Hard with a Vengeance, with a cop pointing a gun at uh, Samuel L. Jackson. He's like, no, man. <laughs> it's like, that was the scene. That was the scene. Where the, the, and that's like, in part let two? Let me just get a water. No, in the first movie. In the oh, first yeah, one. that's right. Yeah. I'm just going to get some water. And it was like, I got to answer this phone. Yeah. It, it, was, it was that scene. And I was like, ah, how did I miss that? It was, it was Samuel L. Jackson. It was, ah. Yeah. That's a brilliant movie. If you're going to watch a kid's movie, that's what you got to watch. Mm-hmm. Incredibles 2. Yes. In theaters now. In theaters now. Transylvania 3, eh, hard pass. <laughs> Not even with a movie pass? No, no, no. <laughs> well, that was our opinion of the movie. But like I said, at the top of the show, we have lots of them, but zero credentials. Now we're going to hear from people who actually have credentials, the critics. Do you want to hear good reviews or bad reviews? Uh, start with the good. Get out of the way. Glenn Kenny of the New York Times says, The whole thing is amiable and colorful and surprisingly low on body function gags. It may not kill you to take your kids. Low on body function gags? He's pretty, he's just, there's, a, there's a huge, just like a five-minute farting scene. Yeah. With, when, he, when, when they're blowing the blob. Yeah. Bruce DeMera of the Toronto Star says, while the first Hotel Transylvania had humor for both younger and older audiences, this one will likely fall short in its appeal to adults, although there's plenty for the little monsters to enjoy. I I think I remember liking the first one more than I like this one. I remember when we did that, we were like, not that bad. Yeah. Like, we were expecting a train wreck. Yeah, right. We were expecting a sound movie. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Finally... As Alonzo Duralde of the rap says, whereas the jokes in the grown-up series feels reactionary and bullying, the family-friendly Hotel Transylvania gags instead come off as clever and humane, even when they're making fun of helicopter moms and lawsuit-sensitive summer camps. Mm. Oh, yeah. That's, yeah, okay. <laughs> and now the bad reviews. Sandy Chen of the Washington Post says, Tartakovsky hasn't created the sort of sequel that eclipses the original, but then again, the original wasn't exactly Toy Story. It's <laughs> <laughs> a good review. <laughs> Jesse Hassinger of the AV Club says it's an episodic, energetically animated gag factory from the pen of Adam Sandler. And while it's the best screenplay to bear his name in years, it also wraps <laughs> some overfamiliar family movie concerns until they become unavoidable in their ickiness. So he co-wrote this movie with uh, Robert Schmeigel. Um, oh, Triumph. Tri- yes, the, Carol- the, the insult Triumph, comic the dog. Insult dog. Yeah. Damn, this is the best movie he's written in years. Damn saying something that's that's rough and finally peter hartlob of the san francisco these are good reviews they've they, they both been scathing they both went like backhanded no these are bad reviews oh these are bad ones yeah these oh, are the bad ones okay good yeah yeah all right good <laughs> peter hartlob of the san francisco chronicle says hotel transylvania 2 is an unfortunate throwback to about 20 years ago when animated films were more widely accepted as cinematic babysitters mm. okay <laughs> yep that's now, what i'm saying incredibles that's the one you gotta do uh-huh <laughs> 
<laughs> now it's time for the Rotten Tomatoes game. This is part of the show I make Adam guess the score of the movie based on his Rotten Tomatoes score. For those of you unfamiliar with the scoring system, it's an average score from 0 to 100 amongst critics and the audience. 0 to 59 is rotten, 60 to 84 is fresh, and 85 and up is certified fresh. What would you like to guess first, the critics or the audience? Oh, that's the critics first. Okay. Oh, we're not on camera. I was about to hand you the paddle. <laughs> uh, well, uh, spoiler alert, I went rotten. Uh, <laughs> but they're doing a third one, so it, it couldn't... Well, that's based more on money than mm-hmm. reviews. Uh, it's got a good cast, so maybe you, you're going to expect more. Uh, but it's still no good. Uh, I'll go... I'll go I'll go 41. 55%. Okay. Not bad. Not too far. Now the audience. Uh, how many Sandler fans uh, yeah. are going to be bu- tacking this up a little? How, how many Sandler crew fans? Because it's, it's, <laughs> this is a smorgasbord of, of Sandler's crew. Uh-huh. This is a, is, is this a Happy Madison production? Is that? It might be. It probably is if, if right. his whole crew's in it. His crew gets a lot more kudos than they deserve. <laughs> so it's it's going to be higher. And the fact that it's animated, the kids are going to be all about it as well. Although, as a reviewer said, it's not good for the parents. So they're the ones reviewing, actually. Mm-hmm. Damn. All right. Uh, 61. 62. 64%. Ooh. Okay. Close. That's still rotten, though. No. That's uh, right? Oh, I, above 60. Damn it. Yeah. But the critics, it's rotten. Okay, good. Paul Giamatti was in this. He's been in a lot of the movies we've done, and since we love him, we decided to ask, what role would Giamatti have had in this movie? Uh, I, I, I want him as the Invisible Man. Let's take Spade out of there. Okay. Uh, there's, there's enough gags in there that it could be fine. Mm-hmm. Oh, maybe Buscemi. Hmm. No, Buscemi's fine. Yeah, we'll take, we'll take the Invisible Man out. Do you like Buscemi for the most part? Like, Yeah. I mean, outs- I, I don't like that he's got tied into the Sandler crew. But... But, uh, yeah. but like, let's say he never existed in the Sandler world. Do you yeah, like no, Buscemi? Yeah, yes, yes, I do. Absolutely. It's Mr. Pinkman. Yeah. Now it's time for trivia. This is part of the show where we give out little bits of facts or info you, na- you may not know about the movie. I didn't really find a lot. I just found two. Okay. The wooden masks, the wooden mask seen on the wall of the castle on several scenes could be a reference to a similar mask given to Nick Offerman's Ron Swanson in Parks and Rec. Leslie oh. Nope and Ben Wyatt gifted the mass to Swanson when they returned from their Hawaiian honeymoon. Nice. And finally, in many ancient cultures, notably Greek, people with red hair were believed to become vampires upon death. It is quite fitting, therefore, that Johnny and Dennis have red hair. It is unknown, however, if this is an intentional reference. Oh. Wait, so, uh, is that insinuating that Johnny might also be a vampire? Well, upon death, he could turn into one. On that, and that's why the chances of the little kid being one. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. Fine. Finally, money makes the world go round. We want to put this film into perspective with other films that were released this year so we can get a feel financially how well this film held up to its peers. The budget, 80, 80, 80 million dollars. Oh, man. Tell me your uh, guess for its total worldwide for gross. Mm-hmm. But all this is already like in the can. This is why they made like 25 Shrek movies. It's already there. <laughs> I don't know. Well, how much of this was to fly out Sandler and his crew and, oh, we got to s- stick them in the four seasons while they're recording their ten lines? Take the dad recorder to them. <laughs> All right. I always thought that animated movies and animated shows were like radio plays where, like, the oh, fucking guy who does Homer it's, it's is live. sitting next to – no. They, a lot of them are just recorded separately. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, they're not in the same room at all. Yeah, that that was disappointing when I learned that as well. Yeah, I thought they were all there. I, yeah, I always thought that it was like a radio yeah. play. Like, oh no, Homer! Blah, 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 blah. And then yeah. he quickly is responding. Like the, the cartoonist drew it first. Then you come in yeah. and you voice over as it's happening. Uh-huh. And they may do some rewrites based on your ad libbing. Yeah, but now it's all just they don't even see each other. Yeah, that sucks. Yeah. Oh, you know this crew saw each other. <laughs> you know they were out. By the way, I, I saw the um. Uh, shoot, I forget her name. In Game of Thrones, she was on. She was on Nerdist uh, recently. The the one that was married uh, to the gay prince or had a gay brother. Oh, um, uh, I know her real name and her character name. Her character name is um. Why am I drawing a blank? I want to say it's Allison. Her, her name is Natalie Dormer. Natalie Dormer. Yeah, that's her name in real life. But her character name is fuck. Yeah, it's gonna bother me. But anyway, she, she was talking about like uh, uh-huh. she never saw most of the people on that show until like the conventions because they're they're all filmed separately, like the, all all the separate storylines. Like she never she saw, she saw Kit, Kit, Kit Harrington like once a year at the conventions, and that was it because they they never filmed together. Yeah, plus I think they film in different parts of Scotland wherever they film. Right. So like Winterfell, they're filming there, and then like King's Landing is yeah. in this part of that country. Yeah, she is. Marjorie Tyrell. Marjorie yells. I'm starting to forget their names. <laughs> yeah, well, because I binged them all, so I was like, "Oh, that's Cersei Lannister. That's so and so." Of course. And now I'm like, uh, "We gotta wait another what, like eight months before we gotta binge it all again." <laughs> Are you gonna rewatch them? Absolutely. Okay. Follow them. I still, I still have them all soon. <laughs> Are you gonna do that for Westworld too when season three comes back? Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm that gonna, one you have to because you're like wait, what? There's so much. I rewatched <laughs> the last scene again just to like what? the the man in black scene. Yeah. Okay. I'm like okay, I'm trying to now because I had to talk with Annie about it after she caught up eventually and was like all right. So what do you think? Mm-hmm. And then she told me her opinion. I was like mm, I don't think so uh, because of this. And then she responded in a way like oh shit, I gotta watch it again. <laughs> so we challenged each other in a way they were like. Uh-huh. But that's that's what's so goddamn good about the show. Nobody knows what the fuck is happening, so yeah. it, it creates this whole water cooler talk. Then now we have to figure it out and then rewatch it all again to try to figure out what the hell is happening. I saw, I, mean, I read an excerpt from an interview where Ed Harris said, "I don't even know what's happening." Yeah, yeah. Are you gonna be season three? I don't know. <laughs> I have no idea. Which is, which is a great answer. Uh huh. So eighty million dollars. Oh yeah, that's what we're doing. Uh, well, there's Total a third one. Gross. So, uh, eight times three is twenty-four. Uh, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go two hundred. Okay, two hundred even. In the U.S., it's grossed one hundred sixty-nine point seven million dollars. Oh, no. Overseas, it grossed three hundred three point five oh, million. Oh my god! Brings total gross to four hundred seventy-three point two million dollars. Yowza. Um, this is the, when I looked this up on box office mojo, this is Adam Sandler's highest grossing film of his entire career. Shocking. Yeah. He's not a box office guy. Not anymore. Even at the time, I feel like it was more cult following than anything else with him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Even in his, what was his high point? What do you think his high point was in his career? His peak moment? Yeah. Probably Waterboy. Oh my God. Because it, like Billy Madison and 
here's how I take it. Billy Madison and um, Happy Gilmore. Happy Gilmore were like those indie cult movies. They set the stage. That set the stage yeah. where people were like, you go to your friend's house, like, hey, have you seen Happy Gilmore? What's that? And then they show it to you, and then, oh, okay, he's on my radar. Yeah. And then he made Big Daddy. Big hit. Climbing up. Yeah. I remember The Waterboy was a huge fucking hit. Huge hit. That was a huge hit. And then he did Little Nicky, and then people fucking turned. They're like, fuck this guy. Water, Waterboy was my turning moment. Was... That that was yeah too like, fantastic goddamn too fantastical yeah what the water boy what, 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 why do you have to be that that that's your character choice uh-huh. <laughs> and then the coach is all like a dumbass too it's like it, it was the funs <laughs> no no the uh, the oh the other coach yeah the rival coach right the uh, uh, he's been in a lot of things as well yeah he's supposed to be the old Florida State coach like he's his he's based on a real coach who right. okay. retired like 10 years ago the uh it was like a Sandusky or something of that no no okay I don't know sports it's okay <laughs> <laughs> that that to me was like too far mm-hmm. not too far yeah and uh little Nicky was like it just re- reaffirmed like yeah too far but people hated him after that movie dude people were so disappointed in that one it seemed like the logical step after Waterboy. Mm-hmm. It's like, all right, you got you got here, and now, ooh, that was a step down. Oh, yep. now you fell on the whole flight stairs. Yeah. Uh, Hotel Transvenia Two debuted in first place on the weekend of September twenty fifth, twenty fifteen, with forty eight million dollars. December came out. September. Oh, September twenty okay. fifth. Yeah, first place, forty eight million. According to Box Office Mojo, this is the fifty seventh highest grossing film in the category animation. Oh. Hmm. Number one is a Pixar movie. Toy Story 2. It's Finding Dory. Oh, is that right? Is the, number, is the highest grossing animated movie of all time. Huh. Guess who's at number two and climbing? The Incredibles 2. Uh, the Incredibles yeah. 2 could become the highest grossing animated movie ever. I'm not mad about that at all. Somebody online said The Incredibles is the best Fantastic Four movie ever made yes. because all the Fantastic <laughs> Four movies suck. And this is like they yeah. that's what the Fantastic Four should be. Yes. It, it was it was the best portrayal of superheroes. More so than a Marvel movie, you think? Yeah, because this was, this was more based in reality as like this is what would happen uh-huh. if superheroes were real versus superhero world where it's like, all right. That's it. This, this is more realistic mm-hmm. and I think true to form of how real life would accept superheroes. superheroes. You know what's incredible? Samuel Jackson is tied to so like, some of the biggest franchises. Like, so he's in The Incredibles, right? Yeah. Then he's in all the Marvel movies. Yep. Then he's in the prequels of Star Wars. Yeah. And then he's in... I'm surprised he hasn't been thrown in a Fast and Furious movie. Well, he's yet. in Shyamalan's new uh, yeah. franchise as well. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, and, and that goes with uh, Agents of Shield too, which is a TV series spinoff type of thing. Uh-huh. Yeah, he's man. Why does he? Keep and then he's doing in, and then he's in Tarantino's world. That's right, man. And he's a Kingsman. Oh, that was Talk a, about a fucking career, dude. Yeah, he he's good at what he does. Uh-huh. Uh huh. It's it's a very niche thing that he does, uh, <laughs> which uh, Chappelle showcased. Uh, yeah. <laughs> what's the What's the thing the, with the wallet? Look for the wall that says "badass, badass motherfucker. motherfucker." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Say what one more goddamn time? How is that not part of? Do the they commercial? speak English and what? Yeah, but like, isn't he the "What's in your wallet" guy now? Mm-hmm. Capital that, One. They got the out of at oh. least. That should be part of it. 
At least, uh, like, uh, have his thumb holding, uh, covering, covering the, the ass part. Covering the ucker, at least. Oh, yeah, there you go, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Badass mother... Oh, what's in your wallet? That's gotta be... <laughs> damn it, that's a missed opportunity. Yeah, it is. Ooh, good pull, Adam. Yeah, man. Do they speak English or what? <laughs> Where the could you ever heard of? <laughs> Say what one more goddamn time. And he goes, what? And he actually shoots him. That's great. Brad. I think that was the guy's name. Look at the big brain on Brad. That's right. You're a smart motherfucker. (laughs) Uh, That movie holds up still, dude. Yes. That movie still holds up. And it's got my boy. Yeah. Yeah, man. Bill Simmons was, he has a podcast called Rewatchables where they cover movies that are very rewatchable. Like, if they're on cable TV, you'll stop. Absolutely. And they've done, like, Jaws, Jurassic Park, um, like mov- movies like that, like Training Day. If it's on, yeah. oh, I got to stop uh, and watch Shawshank's it. Shawshank's got to be on there. Goodfellas. They've done, they've done all those. Okay. So they did Pulp Fiction. It was one of their first ones. And they said, the movie's near perfect, but according to Bill Simmons, the one flaw of the movie is Bruce Willis's girlfriend, the that chick. Yeah. Whose chopper is that? That was... Uh, Alison Brie from <laughs> Glow. <laughs> yeah, she she was she was uh, as far as the rest of the cast goes. She, she, yeah, he said that's the weakest. Her story about the pot belly. Yeah, Bill Simmons like oh, I can fast forward through that. Yeah, no, no, he's not wrong. <laughs> Finally, Hotel Transylvania Two was the 16th highest grossing film of 2015. Number one that year, Star Wars: The Force Awakens. Okay. Uh, if you want to watch this movie or any vampire movie we've mentioned, or if you uh, want to watch Bram Stoker's Dracula, yeah, or, or the first Incredibles, uh, go, go, to, go to Amazon before you go to Amazon, go to our website, ratpackpodcast.com and, uh, you'll see a banner there. You can click on that. It takes you to Amazon. Do your shopping as normal. It doesn't cost anything extra. Oh, maybe you can get the original Bram Stoker's costume. Oh yeah. With the, uh, <laughs> that he wore with the things with, on his with head. The cleavage head. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Maybe you can find that on Amazon. Uh, yeah, it doesn't cost anything extra, but it helps support the show. That's 2015's Hotel Transylvania 2, directed by Gendy Tartofsky. Check out our website, ratpackpodcast.com slash spoilers. Follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Spoiler Show. Check out and subscribe to the YouTube channel, Rat Pack Productions. Write to us via email at spoilers at ratpackpodcast.com for any questions, opinions, and movie requests. Please rate and review the show on iTunes so it can help us in the rankings. If you leave us a review on iTunes and leave us a recommendation for a movie you want us to watch, that movie go to the top of our list, and we'll watch it before any other requests. Next week is episode 200. Mm. We're closing out the fifth season with Adam's birthday. He's cashing in his uh, yeah, his birthday pick. He's cashing his money in the bank in. Do, do you know what that reference is, money in the bank? No. Real quick tangent on wrestling. Okay. So there's a, every year there's a, an event called Money in the Bank, right. and the Money in the Bank is a match where there's six people there's a ladder in the middle of the ring, and there's a briefcase on top. Oh. Whoever gets to that briefcase gets a contract. Gets, gets, um, so you have the briefcase, right? Okay. So you can then cash in your briefcase at any time from there till next year's Money in Bank to fight the current champion. Oh. So if the current champion, let's say John Cena is a champion, and he just went through like 10 tables, and he's all broken and bloody, you'll hear whoever the Money Bank their their song will play and the place is going nuts and he runs out with his with his briefcase and he's cashing it in and now John Cena who's all fucked up now has to fight a fresh wow. guy boom beats him wins the belt on the spot 
Wow. So these birthday picks are like our money in the banks. Okay. Yeah. You're cashing in your 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 birthday pick. I, I could have used it to maybe uh, hijack these spoilies results. Most spoiled. Yeah. yeah. But uh, I chose not to. <laughs> I chose to be a better person than that. So the movie is uh, <laughs> it's a joke we've been doing. God, all season long. Yeah, man. Uh, the movie is Heed's Breakfast 300 Yards Away from 10,000 Cubans and Train to Kill Him. <laughs> yeah. It's 1992's A Few Good Men yeah. starring Tom Cruise. Who's going to man that wall? You, Lieutenant Weinberg. You, Lieutenant Weinberg. I've always said that, <laughs> that he's like an anti-Semite, dude, because he calls him out. The way he says Weinberg, he's like, you, yeah. Lieutenant Weinberg. Super disgust. Demi uh, Moore, a very hot Demi Moore. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kevin Pollock is in the movie. Yeah, man. <laughs> Kevin Pollock. Kiefer Sutherland, uh, Kevin Bacon, all-star cast. Great. That judge, he's been in a lot of things. Yeah. Here, a uh, uh, little preview. Uh, he irritated the hell out of me. The, the judge. judge? Yeah. I couldn't. His face. Um, oh, his face. <laughs> one, one, one. <laughs> The one thing I like from the judge is when um, uh, he addresses Nicholson. That's my same issue, though. The face he makes when he says that line you're about to say. Oh, the the the, yeah. the so so he t- so <laughs> he tells him. Uh, uh, Nicholson goes, "You may address me as Colonel or Sir. I believe I've earned it." And yeah. then when Nicholson's giving a little shade to the judge, the judge goes, "You may address me as yeah. Judge." He says, "I don't or, know what kind of show you're running here, Judge, or uh, whatever." He's like, <laughs> "What kind of show you got running down here, pal?" Like he says yeah. something like that. Right. And he goes, "You may address me as Judge or Your Honor." Yeah, I'm sure I've earned it. Yeah, but he had, but he got the weird thing with his eyes. It was uh-huh. like, "What are you doing?" <laughs> weird. It was a good line. I just I, he didn't deliver it well. I don't think. Uh-huh. The judge. Anyway, that's coming next week. Is Tom Cruise is a member of the Navy who's seasick. That's yeah. hilarious. <laughs> and even in the, there's a scene where Demi Moore's like, "Jesus, Caffey, you're in the Navy." He's he's very he's very much a uh, very similar character to the uh, was it Live Die Repeat. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, tomorrow never of, dies. Edge of, edge of tomorrow. tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where he's like. You're in this position, but you're, you're, you don't really belong here. Yeah. That was a great movie. So, uh, real little preview for next week. Do you know who wrote A Few Good Men? Uh, Crichton, maybe? No, it was Aaron Sorkin, the guy oh. who created The West Wing. Ooh, that's on my list. I've, I've, Cowboy was r- ranting about it all last night. Mm-hmm. Like, I need to watch that. It's a good show. Okay. He wrote The Social Network. Oh. He wrote um, A Few Good Men. I think A Few Good Men was a, was a play first. That sounds right. Uh, let me look up Sorkin. He's also written he, other. He big invented movies. the walk and talk. Walk and talk. Yeah, that's that's West Wing. Yeah, they, they did a throwback to that in Thirty Rock. Yes, where, where uh, Liz Lemon was talking to Sorkin <laughs> as they walked and talked through the hallway. Uh-huh. Like, did we just go in a circle? <laughs> did you ever? Do you remember when Thirty Rock came out? There was another show called Studio Sixty on the Sunset Strip that yes, was on at the same time. Chandler Bing, man. So- Sorkin created that. Okay, Sorkin. That didn't get enough accolades for the show i think was was damn good uh because it all had had uh matthew perry doing mm-hmm. like a serious role uh he had some there was some comedy in there but it, it was it was a very serious take on snl and mm-hmm. I, I thought it was i thought it was beautiful but it went away too quick uh he wrote moneyball never saw that the tom the brad pitt baseball movie right was that skinny jonah uh no he was, fat. was still fat okay. yeah he wrote steve jobs 
the um, the uh, Magneto Steve Jobs yep. movie. Uh, yep, Fastbender. He, he also <laughs> has an uncredited script doctor role for The Rock. Stand down, Captain. Ah. So he, he yeah. <laughs> they brought him in as like a script doctor to rewrite some of the dialogue. <laughs> so uh, he it, didn't he didn't rewrite Rocket Man. Uh, <laughs> no, yeah. Yeah, this shit works. <laughs> <laughs> These are not rewrites. <laughs> um, so he, he, uh, the line, the, the whole stand down sergeant. Maybe that was his. He rewrote that scene for yeah. sure. That that was a good scene as far as dialogue goes. The um, so in the in we the bluff they called. Yeah, yeah. What do you think? What do you think? I'm an animal. What do you think? I'm a monster. Yeah. So Ed Harris in that movie, he's a general. Yep. In a few good men. Jack Nicholson is a colonel. Mm. That means Ed Harris would outrank Nicholson. That means if they're in the same scene together, he has to address Ed Harris as sir. Yeah. Isn't that weird? That's weird. Because he's like older than him. He seems top of the line. Yeah. Nicholson, the way he portrays it, he's, he's like the only person he says sir to is, is the president. Yeah. And that's it. But I guess, I guess not according to rankings. So Nicholson's only in the movie for like 15 minutes, and he still got an Oscar nomination. It's his movie. Yeah. It, <laughs> that's it. It's, that's all he needed. He still got an Oscar nomination yeah. for like a 15-minute yeah, role. damn right. The dude. one scene that I still love with him is when um, he's reading the letter, and he goes, who the fuck is, is Private First Class yeah, Santiago? PFC. Yeah. Yeah, man. And, uh, and he, he calls that guy, like his secretary in, and he goes, uh, Jack, uh, get the president on the phone. Let him know that we're surrendering, we're surrendering our position in Cuba. He goes, yes, sir. <laughs> Wait a minute, Jack. <laughs> Hold off on that call. Let's think about this first. <laughs> so so oh, fucking smooth that that I'm delivery. So excited to watch it. I'm so excited for it too. Yeah, it's on TV all the time. I told Sarah we're doing a few good men. She goes, "Can you? You could probably just go in blind, right?" I go, "Probably." I could. I probably could too. <laughs> but I got to do the same thing with Die Hard when we did it. But I, no, I, I need. I know you got to see. I got it. Will Will there anything? Will anything in there be spoilery proof? Uh, Remember, I mentioned in Predator, it's a, it's there's no fat on the script. There's yeah. no fat in a f- every scene is needed in A Few Good Men. It's the to keep the story. I, th- I think it's the 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 white guy that was part of the hazing. I think I might have a problem with him. <laughs> His accent or <laughs> the the acting. Oh, okay. I, I think I think that's that, that might be my only issue. Looking back, I think that's the only thing that I might have a problem with. Okay. Uh, Otherwise, yeah, good all around. Okay. So check out A Few Good Men. Yeah, I'll see how that goes. For Adam's birthday, wishing him a happy birthday. Yeah, man. With A Few Good Men. Appreciate and then it. after that, it'll be the spoilies where we wrap up yes. season five. We I'm do excited our, about that We do our too. little games like uh, Best Villain, which is the most loaded category. I, I already started putting the spreadsheet together, and I'm feeling pretty good about what's going to happen. <laughs> Hannibal Lecter, Buffalo Bill... Uh, J- Nicholson's Colonel, oh yeah, all in the best villain role. It's gonna be incredible. Best supporting. We always do best supporting actor. You have you have to put Nicholson in there because yeah. he doesn't have a lot of screen yeah. time. And then he's going head to head with. Oh wait, was <laughs> you a great big fat person? And Hannibal Lecter is technically a supporting role too. He's only in it for like uh, twenty. Yeah. Jesus Damn. Christ, that's gonna be an insane matchup right there. Most fucking joke of the season. Oh, wait. Oh, Versus he eats breakfast. Yeah. Guys, oh, man. That'll be fun. That's going to be a good one. All right. 
Thanks for tuning in. Yeah, man. Until next time, this is Hollywood. I'm Adam.